Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Croner? Yes. Sometimes you're just at a loss for words, which is fine. Not ideal when you're doing a sports talk show, but I'm almost out of words. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was last week on this very night, a, a Thursday night against the Detroit Red Wings, where the Calgary Flames effort really, really left fans and everybody watching disappointed as exciting game in New York against the Rangers and they couldn't keep that momentum and they just looked disinterested and tired and all of that. But maybe you're overreacting. Are we being fair? Are the fans upset with good reason? And since then, there has not been a whole lot. There was a a win in Buffalo which was clear, not to say, I was going to say fluke. It was not a fluke, but an anomaly. Seven to two, that does that seems to be the exception, not the rule. And then a collapse against Ottawa. And then what we saw tonight, a 5-2 loss again to the Detroit Red Wings. And the effort to me was very similar. It left you wanting. It looked... They looked disinterested at times. They looked not overwhelmed, but they were the second best team on the ice at times. And you're just, I I don't know how we don't do the same show again (laughs) because the result is the same. They don't, they look worse maybe now than they did a week ago. And there's just, there's less time now to, to get into a playoff spot. I guess we, we can have the big picture and the small picture. Welcome to Afterburner, by the way, if you're tuning in on uh, live on the YouTubes and on the stream, or if you are, uh, if you've got this on your podcast. Another disappointing loss for the Calgary Flames as they drop one on home ice, five to two to the Red Wings. What, walk me from the start. We knew Vladar was getting the call in this one, and he did not get the victory. It felt like that was like finally. A, the dam had been broken or something with Daryl Sutter that here we go. This is how you're going to get that traction and get that momentum. Dan Vladar gets the start. I don't know what you do now. I, do you go to Markstrom? Do you go back to Vladar? Just your thoughts on, I guess, the goaltending. It's hard not to start anywhere else. You know what? I thought the Flames did a pretty good job at the start of the game because we talked about that this morning that, you know what? Coming back from a big road trip, it's tough. It's hard to just come out strong. I thought for the first 15 minutes, it was a back-and-forth game. Guys were dialed in. 
they get a shorthanded goal to start. You're like, hey, this isn't bad. They're guys are kind of firing. This was a, we didn't know what we were going to expect because we were talking about the identity of this team and where they were going and what was going on and what we're going to get tonight. Started off fine. They get the lead. Three minutes later, at the end of the first period, it's back tied 1-1. You're like, okay, now it's 1-1. They're kind of standing around on their own end. Start the second period. Detroit gets an early goal again. And the, the, the end of the periods and the start of the periods were just minus the first. Flames weren't, weren't good. They're standing around. They're, they're giving guys easy shots. The, the, the second period, for me, kind of after that, that, that first goal Detroit got, even though it was at the end of the first period, the wheels kind of fell off. They're a fragile team, Dean. We talked about that. They're, they're any bad luck, any bad break, any misfortune. It's not good. Dubé comes in. Ties the game up, great shot, good speed, shoots short side. Magnus Helberg is a good goaltender. He's a big guy, beat him glove side, quick shot, great. Detroit comes back, makes it 3-2 and 4-2, and you're just like, holy smokes. And then to start the third period, that just to give, just to crush any hope that anybody had on that bench, in that building, at home, watching the game on TV, through the five hole, bad goal. I've let those ga- those goals in beer league hockey standing up when I've had a few too many points. That was a, a crying special. It yeah, was yeah. a bush. It was a bush league goal uh, <laughs> for a bush league bush league goaltender and and uh, you know Vladar, like you heard uh, bits and pieces of Daryl's press conference after. I think Francis had asked, you know, you can't pin this one in your goaltender or something like that. And mm-hmm. Daryl was saying, well, he didn't give us, didn't steal us one either. But that's been all season long. Yeah, didn't it's another case where your goalie did he did he deserve more run support? I don't know. Maybe it's tough. You have to be nearly perfect if your offense only gets you two. But as Daryl said, uh, didn't really give them a chance to win either. Um, it I don't know. Even when Dubé tied it at two, I felt like I was trying to talk myself into. Okay, well the, now they're back into this thing. Now they've got a chance. Here you go. You're all, you're trying to give them the mental pep talk in your own head. I don't know that I bought it, and I I, I defer to guys like Red. I defer to you. I mean, you you played guys that have played first game back after a road trip. It wasn't the first game back after a road trip in Detroit, and they looked as it, that was as dismal an effort as this one was. But this is the first game back. I have very little in the way of expectation or hope against the red hot Rangers team. They've won six in a row. They're going to come in flying on the weekend. And at this point, how do you look at any opponent? How do you look at any game and say, Oh, that that shapes up well for the flames. You don't know what you're getting. You don't know what you're getting though. Till you watch them Saturday, they're going to come out. They're going to come up flying against the Rangers. They're just going to be all of a sudden they're going to be on top, but it's going to take one little thing to break them over though, too. Like that's the thing. There is no uh, mental strength. There's no, character right now these guys are battling themselves before they're battling the opposition you watch them out there that the lack of coverage in the front of the net i think it was the the the, the third goal the Kubelik oh, goal the, there yeah there's nobody like there's you could throw a blanket over four guys in front of the net and then huberto comes back into the picture after the goal's been scored and like, this is your leadership group these are your guys that are are, are paid to get you there and in a game against Detroit, it's a beatable team. I know they're kind of a, a, on a tear for for a team that's not a bottom feeder, but not a top top tier team. And the Flames played beneath them again. That's what they do. They just they're beneath every team that they play, and it's so frustrating to watch. 
I can't imagine what's going through their minds in the dressing room. I really can't. You know, for a guy like Vladar, who this is an opportunity for him. You know, there's a you know there's you know the first goal, missed coverage in front of that shoots far side. You know. It's well, like, that that you know, and, and on that for, on that Kubalik goal, the first one, that puck is going wide of the net. It goes off of Michael Stone's hand and then goes in. And then Stone takes a penalty, and it's on that power play that they score uh, that Fabry scores to make it two to one. So it was full full on goat horns for yes. for Michael Stone early, and and it was as though it just then it just started to settle in on everybody the mistakes the turnovers the giveaways and just the the lack of awareness that one it was that um i guess it was the what was it the kubalik goal i'm sure number 3 I'm trying to remember. yeah it was the it was the kubalik second goal yeah. where bertuzzi gets it in front and like the defensive coverage i get you're killing penalties but they had the sixth rank penalty kill coming into this game zadorov was all over the place they were backdoor tap-ins it was easy on top of everything else, it was easy for Detroit. A year ago, you go back, it was you you not that you had fear, but I think teams had to know if they were coming into the saddle dome, be prepared, big D, they're physical. You gotta be gotta be ready. We haven't seen that in a long time. This was this was a fun one for the wings. They're on a they're on a road trip. Give us give us all these road games you want. They'll take them all day long. Um but for the flames, it's like I said off the start, it's hard not to sit here because we've seen a few of these in a row now. This is not this is not the exception. You're starting to see just just lack of energy, lack of emotion. And I have a hard time there there's always some excuse. It's last game before Christmas, first game after Christmas, for games before the All-Star break, after first game after a road trip, all of this BS. I'm I'm just not buying it anymore oh 12 and 2 trailing after two daryl was asked about that this morning i think and he kind of shrugged it off as well that's you know if you look at the numbers it'll be... no this your team is not resilient they cannot come back if they're down after two they have not won a single uh, fucking hockey game all year they're not resilient they're not confident and right now and we talked about it you were on with the on the other show with me and Rhett today and i said this doesn't look like so much a team. This is just a collection of players. And they're they're good players. Some of them are very good. But this this does not look like a team. This just looks like another three forwards in 2D every 45 seconds to a minute hopping over the boards. It's all it no pur- like right now. There's no purpose. There's zero purpose. There's no desire. These guys are just hopping over the boards, like you said, just doing their job so-and-so, you know, quote-unquote, just getting out there, going in for a shift change. There, there's nobody that's getting pissed off out there. There's nobody that's losing their mind. You know, if you're going to lose a game like this, grab somebody and beat the shit out of them. Do do it with a purpose. Get yelled at. Oh, you, where was this emotion all game? I don't care. There's zero emotion out there from any of these guys. All there is is leaning over with their sticks on their shins, with their head down. Oh, man. For, you know, and... And then I rag on Markstrom for, for, for getting mad and breaking sticks and losing his mind. He's the guy that can't show emotion. He's going to be – none of these fucking players, like, they're, they're not losing their minds. They're, they're, there's, you, you can't see any passion from these guys. None. You're on, I'm watching the game on the couch. Nobody – just nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit. There's not – I don't know what's going on in between that in, – in the dressing room, but somebody's got to be saying something. And saying it doesn't get you very far – but I don't know who the leader is on this team. Are, are they all just best friends waiting to go for dinner after the game? Are they all just sitting out here waiting to, well, you know what, how many games left in the season? 20-some? 
you know, when you got Billy Uso, who's got 21 of, of Detroit's, I guess now 26 wins, and you got Magnus Helberg, who hasn't played very much. He's a 31-year-old guy that's played 14 games in the National Hockey League. You made him look like a rock star tonight. The Flames are doing a great job of making every B goaltender in the National Hockey League look like a fucking all-star. And th- these guys can't. These guys can't set pins in a bowling alley right now. It's just it's 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 a joke to watch, and nobody seems to give a shit. From my opinion, another night where they uh, outshoot the opponent. We talked about that as well. I'm I'm I, I don't need to hear any more about uh, the shot clock because cool. the volume, as it relates to scoring chances, is so far out of whack. There, I know there's a lot of websites that uh, they'll track at high danger areas, score, you know, high danger chances. Where this, how many shots from the scoring areas? It's just, it's a lot of routine work. And I, I went back and I got looking at it. So, and you said Helberg, hey, he's in the National Hockey League, he's an NHL goalie. No disrespect, but he's the backup in Detroit. Yeah, win. You were in Ottawa, Mad Sogard, <laughs> the third stringer the other night. Win. You had Jackson Stauber, Rob Stauber's kid in Chicago, win. You can't beat the backups or the third stringers. I don't, I, 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 again, I don't know what you say because for, for a while this year, we bitched and moaned about the line combos that you had to get Lucic off of the second line. Get, where's Pelche, all of this? Pelche's in. Pelche's on the second line. Vladar got the start. Everything that we've kind of been clamoring for as as media fans, whatever you call it, whatever we are now, but anything that people have been crying for, it's pretty much happened. And the results are the same or worse. They're now one, two, and two in the month of February. So you get more points than you do games on a road trip, you'll take that. I don't think that gets you there. I, I don't think that this is... Every time you take a road trip, you come back and you lose, lose the first game. So you can't go on the road. It's hard on the road. It's hard at home. You can't come back. You're not resilient. You can't protect leads as we saw in Ottawa. And then you can't come back from deficits here. I just feel like it is bleak. It's easy to be really negative after these games. And we've had a really good opportunity on this program to be negative because we've had a lot of losses and we'll talk about that. But you come to work tomorrow if you're the Calgary Flames and what do you do? You're professionals. You're all paid big money as your coaches. And we're going to go and skate. We're going to go and practice. What do you want to practice? Power play, breakouts, I got it. whatever. Just, just do it because you're going to have to play New York and then Philadelphia and then you go back on the road. But as I sit here tonight, they may make the playoffs, but unless something changes, and right now I can't even imagine what it would be. This team won't win a round. This team may not win a game in round one, depending on who they play. And it, I, it just seems hard to think that at this clip that they're even going to find a way to get into the playoffs. Something has to change in terms of, in terms of the goaltending has to get better and it hasn't been getting better. I honest to God, don't even know what to tell you as I sit here. I just don't see how this changes unless it's a trade or a coaching change or something drastic because little, little tinkering here and there around the edges, moving the deck chairs. It's not going to fucking matter. Who, who's their game breaker right now? Who, who they don't who's have breaking. One. Don't have one. Don't have they, one. You don't have a goal that can make a save. You don't have a game breaker. You got liabilities all over the ice. You don't have 60 minute efforts. So what do you do? And you're not going to go solve that with a trade. You, it, 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 that's a panic move. Tree Levy's hands are tied. How are you going to make this team better? They, they have the, the tools 
to 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 do it, but they're kind of past the point of giving everybody a, a oh well you know Huber I was just trying to figure it out in the Western Conference and playing for Daryl is a lot tougher than playing in the East and having Barkov at center and ripping around and Uyghur, you know we got him to do this and do that and I know it's a bit of a tough time to make a transition but somebody step up and none of them are doing it they're feeling sorry for themselves all those guys are it looks like they're just feeling sorry for themselves all of them uh and it's painful to watch and i wouldn't make a trade to save my life right now because these guys don't deserve it there's not going to be a shot in the arm coming in from outside they're going to get sucked into that cesspool right now they're going to get brought in and they're not going they're, nobody's going to elevate it's got to come from within and you, you you're not going to put lucic on the first line to try and sh- show some emotion again like that's just it's a waste of time who, who's going to do it? And like you said, there, there's there's no answers right now at this point. Nobody gives a shit. And they're just X's and O's. They look, they look tired and 60 games in and nobody gives a shit. It looks, it looks a lot in a way like some of the teams we've seen here that were veteran-laden, older teams that maybe it's not a very good comparison. I just remember being at the Dome all the time and watching Ole Jokinen and near the end, Alex Tongay and guys like that, they were, they'd were they made all their money. If they were winning, they'd won it. They knew they weren't going to win this year. They were just winding out the clock on these long-term, high-money contracts. And Jay Feaster was the GM. He's like, we're in cap jail. Remember, he was talking cap yep. jail. We need to have intellectual honesty. This, these guys are post-apex, all these kind of catchphrases. It almost feels like we're back there again. Whereas, And Rhett's talked about it on the other show. Are they having fun? When they score a goal, is there, are they fist pumping? Are they, are they excited? Pelche was, but anybody else, are they, are they really fired up? It feels like there's no fire or, or desire on this team. And Frank Saravalli had Nazem Kadri on his podcast, frankly speaking, earlier this week. And Kadri was asked by Frank, he said, the Flames will make the playoffs if, fill in the blank. And he said, if we start playing like a team, which is a telling comment. Right, he's not going to say, "Well, we need better goaltending, or power play has got to be better." I don't know what I don't know what the answer would be, but it's it's unique enough an answer to tell you that there's something not right. If if you don't believe it, and if you can't see it from what's happening on the ice, then then take that at face value because there's it's this collection of players, this group is not going to go anywhere. Hockey for these um, guys is fun every two weeks right now. <laughs> well, the All-Star break was probably fun, except for Kadri because he had to go to the game. Everybody else had a hell of a good time, right? They were in yeah. Mexico or the Turks at Caicos or where, wherever they were. Um, this is going to be tough for you. We do the cheers of the game <laughs> for our buddy Mandeep at uh, BK Beaufort Liquor. Uh, BK Beaufort Liquor, you know where it is, Trans-Canada Highway, right across from Windsport, beside McDonald's. You stop in on your way to the mountains, you stock up, put that, you know, tuck it away nice, you know, put, get the blankets wrapped around there, be careful, and then uh, and then you're on your way. You can see them on uh, on social, Twitter, at BK Liquor, on Instagram, at BK Beaufort Liquor, and we do a cheers of the game, which is saluting a performance worth taking note of. Um... I'll let you start. This is the hardest BK Beaufort liquor cheers of the game that we've had since the dawn of Afterburner. I guarantee you. And it has to be a Flames player, correct? It really doesn't. Because um, yeah. 
know, I'll do a great game. <laughs> I'll do mine, and it'll buy you some time to do it. And it's a total cop out. I'm giving a cheers to uh, to one of the greats of all time, Lanny McDonald, on his birthday. Lanny's <laughs> Lanny's in. They showed it on the uh, on the broadcast. He's down in Montana with some of the alumni, having a great time. Seventy years old, I believe. Uh, Lanny is today. One of the greatest guys, one of the finest ambassadors for that team and for this city that you could ever imagine. He's traveled around the globe just promoting the sport and the city and all that. So uh, one of my favorite people in the whole world, the big man, Lanny McDonald, on his birthday, you get my cheers of the game from BK Beaufort Liquor. <laughs> that's, that's gutless. That's well, well done. No, I don't know that what you're talking a, about. That's what a gutless move. Uh, no, nah, it's good. Yeah, you know, old Lanny. You know, no, well, nobody, I, nobody can say a bad I, word about that guy. Hey, it's like yeah, I'd like to hear one guy just say, you know what, that guy's a jerk, just for just, just, just once. But you're never yeah. going to hear, right? Because we talked about it before we started. So, oh, Dylan Dubé scored. I said, Christ, I think I've done Dubé three or four times. <laughs> well, I can't that, keep going to the Dubé well. I thought, you know what, he had one hell of a shot in that second goal. Why not give it to that guy, right? They scored a shorthanded goal. He thought things were going to be just riding off into the sunset. First goal of the game. I think it was Lindholm that got it. So I was going to be like, that's the guy. And then they always kind of fell get... off the map. Blake Coleman had no shots on net. Um, Mackenzie Weger was even. He was even <laughs> on the night. Um, truly, it's it's one of those games. Y- you have a hard time doing it. You got to really squint, and you're doing it just for just for man deep is what you're doing it for. Right, right. That, that tells you. That tells you the type of a performance that this was tonight, where there just really wasn't anyone that stood out in a positive way. But by all means, uh, Brent, let me know who you're uh, who you're cheersing of the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Myself for my, you know what? There it is. Selfish. Yeah, sure. Yeah, my first appearance on the Afterburner podcast. You uh-huh. know what? May as well promote myself. You know, I think yeah. I did a great job tonight. I was going to text you. I said I was going to say we need to come in with some some booze. Yeah, we we should be driving us to drink. We should be Honestly, drinking on this show. I was boozing while I was watching the game. I ran out of I ran out of beer in my my, my team Canada fridge, so I got to get a new one. I got to get a new new beer. Oh, you know what I mean? Like it's just it was awful. What can you do, Dean? You look sad. Like I need to come over there through the screen and give you a hug. Like you look down. I don't know what. Oh, I'm fu- no no. I'm You'll fine. Be okay? I, honestly, my, what I'm trying to do is just not be negative. full on negative. They yeah. stink. This you try and have some coherent some some real conversation some real discussion about it, but I just keep coming back to, they're not good enough. This nope. team isn't good enough. They, they and, and who whose fault is it? Rhett was talking the other day, you need to build your team around your young guys and you, you grow from within and then you, you know, you augment with guys like Kadri or whatever. You had that and you probably still would if Kachuk didn't want to leave. You would want to keep that guy forever. Right. That was you drafted him. You'd want him to stay. You'd pay him all the money. He didn't really want to be here. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What do you do? Is, was there a different trade to make? Look, did any of us say, hmm, bad trade, tree? That's a terrible trade. No, everybody was, what a, with your back up against the wall, what an unbelievable deal with Kachuk having you over the barrel. You have maybe four or five teams you can deal with and you pull a top, the top two, three scorer from last year and a top four defenseman, unbelievable. And then you sign them to long-term extensions. It was the summer of Brad. There were t-shirts made for Christ's sake. <laughs> and I mean, may, maybe you don't sign them. Maybe you take a different deal, but if Kachuk stays and if Gaudreau stays, if, if things change, we talked about it. If Bennett, if, if Bennett is better, if Monaghan doesn't get hurt, you had that. But you do right now, if you look at it, and it's kind of the running joke, how many people have two, three, four Flames jerseys hanging in their closet of guys that don't play here anymore, that they could have worn last year or the year before, but now everybody's gone. There's been so much turnover here. I don't know what the connection is to the logo, to the locker room, to the coach, to the team, to the city. It does just feel like some hockey players who are being paid to play Calgary Flames hockey and then at the end of the season, they go off and live their lives. And then they come back because it's good money and they, they're aflame for a few months. And then they leave again. And maybe that's not fair. But it's kind of the way it feels right now because there's been so much turnover. Well, I, I'm sure you were the same, but I was pretty excited after the summer of everything that happened. With the way it started to the way it turned out. Brad making those deals to get those top end guys. And everybody's just sitting there, myself included, thinking, wow, he... He turned chicken shit into chicken salad and we're going to have a good season here and we got the right right guys and it just it hasn't started off on the right foot and and you know we we've talked about it like earlier too this season or the, or, or this morning where it's one good year one bad year one good year one bad year one good year one bad year and, and for some reason there's nobody that really owns that that calgary flames logo on the front there's nobody that if you sit there and think you know what who's the guy that makes you think of the calgary flames when you close your eyes who's who's the calgary flame on that team I close my eyes. I can't think of one guy that represents the Calgary Flames. So that's a lack of identity for me. I just think of Daryl Sutter behind the bench because everybody loves that guy, but he doesn't play the game. Somebody's got to be able to execute over the years. Who's who's been the identity of the Calgary Calgary Flames? We've ragged on Johnny Gaudreau, right? We we he he's been a player where it's exciting, regular season player, awesome, gets guys into the playoffs, playoffs come around, doesn't get the job done. Who's the guy that's really taken hold of the team over the years? I mean, Giordano was a captain. He was a nice guy, good player. But, like, there's nobody – there's there's no 
passion well, and desire. And there hasn't been a captain nope. because in, I don't, you could put the, you could put the letter on somebody's chest, but who has really stepped up and been the, the, the leader of this team? You couldn't give it to Kachuk because you kind of felt like he probably wasn't going to be sticking around right. and he didn't know where, where, what Gaudreau was going to do as a free agent. And now you sit here and you look at guys like Lindholm and Tanev and Backland and all of these guys, they're, they're very good players and they're, you know, good guys and all of that. But do you feel like they're going to be any of those guys will be here necessarily in five years? No. I don't know. I, I said yesterday, Rasmus Anderson to me is is the guy that the I would guy to it. Yep. that if I had to put the letter on. But again, I don't, I'm not I'm not marching down to the dome to say it's time to put the letter on somebody's jersey. They um, they've had Daryl Sutter as their as their leader and their face of the franchise. And I just can't help but wonder. We all know how Daryl is, and we heard it. We've heard the rumblings right from the start of the season, right about the time they had that collapse against the Oilers when McDavid scored along the wall against Markstrom. Is that Daryl started to really get the vice and cinch things up real tight, and there was no fun to be had. And it looks like that's exactly what's happened. This looks like a team that that is not enjoying the game. They're not enjoying themselves. And I think, I think they're done with the coach and it can be easy to be done with the coach when a he's, he is of that style. You have a shelf life when you're a red ass and B you're not winning games. So if you're a hard ass coach and you're hard on guys and you're fucking beating it into them over and over again, but you're winning a bunch of games, you can justify it. But when you're getting, when they're cracking the whip day after day, game after game, and you're not getting the results, can't, can't work. Doesn't work. Won't happen. And I just, he's just signed a, an extension and he's, he, they're not going to let him go, but it just looks to me like the players are, are done with, done with his shit. But that, but that's, that's leadership though, Dean, right? So the, the, the coach is losing the room. He's, he, he. He's got he can't he can't get anything more out of the guys. I played for tough coaches before. I played for Daryl's proteges before. Is there anybody in that dress room that could just stand up and say, "Go fuck yourself, Daryl"? Where we got this in here? Do you not think that maybe that's what he's looking for? Do you not think that he's looking for a guy that's got a spine that cares and he's going to push you to like any like any guy that leads or or owns a company or or his own company or or is a coach or whatever. He's going to push the group as far as they can go. And if they are as far as they can go and they just like, oh, this guy's an asshole. I can't do it anymore. This is a joke. This is bullshit. I know it's hard. It sucks the oxygen out of the room. But there's got to be somebody in there that gives a shit enough where you're, right, and that's got the balls enough because it can't be just anybody. You know, uh, Hannafin can't go into Daryl and say, you know what, fuck you, Daryl. I got this. Leave us alone. Put the team on my back. There's nobody in that room that's got that kind of balls because Daryl's going to push back and they're just going to fold. You know, the you, only you guy, have, what? The, I was, the only, the only guy, it might be Lucic, but I honestly don't see that happening. No, I really don't. Um, it might be Trevor Lewis because he's been with Daryl for so long, but Lewis is one of his guys. I know there's no NHL coach that would be giving Lewis as much ice time and opportunity as Daryl is. So is no. he going to really go in and stomp his feet about that? So my answer to you is there's no one, there's no. no one in that room. And I think Tanev's probably a good leader, but I don't think he's that kind of a leader. And I don't think Rasmus is there yet. And it sure isn't 
It sure isn't Hannafin, all due respect. So I don't know. I, I don't think there is anybody, and I don't think Kadri's been here long enough to do it. So you have a team that's losing hockey games, finding different ways to lose hockey games, either being bad or being really good and then collapsing or w- whatever the case may be. Um, but I, 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 I just worry that we've already hit the past due date yeah. on this coach way too soon, way too soon. Uh, so Brent Cron and Lanny McDonald are our cheers of the game. Yes. <laughs> for uh, for BK Beaufort Liquor. Uh, there you can see the uh, the email, bkbeaufortliquor at gmail.com. You can call Mandeep, 403-247-4722. And I know that uh, Mandeep's been putting together prize packs. I saw on social media today on at on their Instagram account, at Beaufort, sorry, at BK Beaufort Liquor. Uh, there was somebody standing there with a nice little tray of, uh, tray of drinks, some I cans and some stuff. Yeah, nice little giveaway prize package. BK Beaufort Liquor doing that all season long on Twitter, B, at BK Liquor. That is your cheers of the game. Flames fall 5-2 against the Detroit Red Wings, first game back. Now, we can, we can go here. We started this post-game show, whatever you want to call it, and you can watch it. It's on the YouTubes and the, uh, the Facebooks and wherever you watch your stuff. It's also available for your downloads on your Apples and Spotify's and that sort of thing. But we started at the start of the new year. And we're only doing them on as uh, school nights. When, there is, when there's a drive, if you're driving to work the next morning, you can download it, pop it onto your Bluetooth, listen to it on your way into work. you got some fresh uh, Flames Nation content for you. We have now done 12 shows Mm. we have sat here and talked about two victories (laughs) in those 12 games two six and four is our our record now for afterburner now i think it take we'd have to have a pretty long stick we'd have to have some real influence on the team to affect their style and level of play but it's starting to get a little bit precarious, to be quite honest. People are now, as soon as the Flames are down in a hockey game, they're like, you fucking guys, you, you, you got you to gotta stop doing this show. You got to stop doing this show. I, I, we're not going to stop doing this show. But it ain't great. Two, can six, start, and four, dude. Can you bet on it? Like, just if you're making make it fun. I'm not sure. The, you know, I don't know if there's odds or or, or, or what the line is or whatever but uh you know what you and i got got pretty broad shoulders especially you you've been around a while you've been doing this a long time you can you can you can take the load right it's all your fault it's probably your idea for this afterburner thing and you probably were rooting against the flames from the start of the season i I know how you operate uh you know but at at some point you'd like to see this this turn around and i just you have to wait to the end of the season for that because i can't see it going in any other direction I have written down here, now what? Because we've all, we always kind of take that next, the look ahead, what's happening. And after, because they were supposed to be better tonight, because remember how shitty that game was, how upset they'd be against that, the way they lost to Ottawa. And in Ottawa, they were going to be better because they were so bad against Detroit. Well, now they were going to be better against Detroit tonight because they were so bad against Detroit and the way that they ended the Ottawa game. The, I none of it has really seemed to resonate. None of what I'm throwing up against the walls goes to show you what, what the hell I know. 
I I think they they can they they could win by three because it would make no sense. There's no way you could <laughs> rationalize it. They could get their doors absolutely blown right off by the Rangers because they've been so good as of late. But you're right. It'll probably be another exciting game that'll be right down to the wire because it makes no sense and it seems like there's no way that it should be. There's it's just so frustrating this team and it just again if if the team would ever would ever kind of commit to it i think the fan base would be okay with it um it just feels it really feels like a year where if you're going to chase if you're going to chase it it's just silly <laughs> it just seems silly if you're even contemplating are we really going to be talking about potential ads at the deadline for the calgary flames no. oh they're in a playoff spot they're a point out of a wild card yeah i know but how short is the focus? How short is your view from where you sit? Good Lord, you cannot be giving up assets to add an unrestricted free agent or add some minor piece with the hope of improving your stock. St. Louis was the shits when they won the cup that year. That was like a, that was needle in a haystack stuff. That was a unicorn. Unless, uh, unless you could pull that, I don't see any, any, I, I, there's no argument that can convince me that this team should be making a deal at the deadline, unless it's something that is moving. If it's a big deal and you can see why next year and the year after it clearly makes sense. Nothing yeah, no, short term. No, not, not at all. This team lacks identity and lacks leadership. And you're not going to fix that with a, with a rental unless it's a good deal long-term. So there's no short-term solutions for this problem. And if they, they won't do anything, and 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 you know we beat on them all all we want, we can say they suck, like they're hanging around, which just kind of speaks to the the weakness in the West. But you just got to get yourself in, and that's that's a lame limp dick comment where it just just get in, just get in and see what can happen, and it's 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 right, it's accurate. I do, it is. I do believe it for sure. And if you get in. Why not? Puncher's chance, right? Chip yeah. in a chair. Give it a shot. But to to spend assets to try and do it, which is, and I think you kind of answered it there. It was going to be my my question to you. I'm going to ask you for Derek Newman. There you see it. Derek Newman of Newman Dean's Real Estate Group, CIR Realty. If you're buying or, see, or selling, let Derek do the work for you. D Newman at CIRrealty.ca or call 403-619-6661. Do you know Derek? Great guy. Really good guy. Seems like it. It's really he's a friend of the show. Yeah, he's know. a oh, super nice guy. Friend of the show. You know, he's yeah. got more coming with him too, which is awesome. But it's um, all good shape. Lean. Oh, no, really? You know, clothes look like look good, Taylor right? Like takes care of himself. You know what he does? You know what he does? He what? tucks in. Tucks oh. a shirt into it. Yeah. T-shirt into the jeans or a dress shirt into the dress pants? No, no, just nice. Yeah, like a dress shirt. Yeah. So anyway, buy it or sell it. I am going to uh, I'm going to say to you a a comment, and you can agree or disagree. You can buy my uh, my point of view, or you can sell on it and move on. Um, my point is that the Calgary Flames will do nothing at the trade deadline. That the team is not good. It's too, it's too far gone. The the ketchup's out of the bottle. Whatever you do between now and March 3rd, you know what this team is. You can't. You may not want to sell, but you can't buy. I 
and and Treliving has never done it, but I think this might be the first year that Brad Treliving stands pat at the, at the deadline. You buying or selling? Dean, I'm buying what you're selling, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, he's not making a single move. He can't. There is no upside unless he lands uh, some long-term fix, not a short-term fix. He's, uh, he's, not, he's not doing a thing. Not at all. He can't. His hands are tied. He's done all he can do in the summertime. There's, there's absolutely nothing that he can do right now. And you probably want to smash your computer if you're in the press box and throw it out the whatever. But you can't. That, that, that's a very narrow-minded, short-sighted thing to do if you're going to try to think you can improve this team over the next couple of months, the short term. And, and can you get by if you give up a fourth or a fifth or a sixth round pick? Sure. Yeah, sure. But what kind of impact, what pot- what potential is there going to be? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he looks at it and, and decide, maybe there's a, a, an opportunity for him here to really shuffle the deck. But I think he's a sharp guy. I can't imagine. He's closer to it than any of us are. He, he knows what's going on in that room. There's no way he's fooled by what he's seeing here right now. And any 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 deal, any deal cannot be strictly with the the next two, three months in mind. It just can't be. So that's uh, And you're not gonna do a deal to shake the room up. You know, the room is it, it, like you said you've alluded to Kadri's comments about we gotta play like a team. Bringing somebody in from the outside. Right? It got yeah. shook in June, July, August. That she's shook, boy. Yes. Yeah. Brad knew like, you're not gonna settle do that down. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh buy it or sell it presented by Derek Newman. That T that T T shirt tucking Derek Newman Chris. of Newman Dean's real estate group with C I R Realty. Truly though, good guy. If you are in the if you're in that part of your life right now, if you're looking to buy a home, if you're looking to sell, you get a hold of Derek. He will treat you right. He'll do everything in his power to make things work for you. D Newman at CIRrealty.ca or call 403-619-661. Five to the final. Yeah. One win in five games so far in February. <sighs> the- uh, out of everything that is disappointing about this game, and you can go top to whether it's there's the loss and it's a, what kind of an opponent. To me, the real gut punch was that Dan Vladar gave up five on 21. Because I, I know for myself, I, w- I just felt like I was kind of clinging to that. Let Vladar go. And I know even Fr- Eric Francis on the broadcast tonight, he was like, he's got, you give him the next three, just let him go, let him go. <laughs> I, I guess I would start him again, but not because he deserves it. I, I, yeah, I feel we're almost back to, to square one again because he was not very, I don't know. There was some tap-in goals. The last one really kind of sticks out. You couldn't, Yeah. it makes it five to two, but it, it, it essentially erased any hope you might have had to get the goalie out, get to with, back to within one and try and get a, get a tied with the goalie out, something like that. But um, Vladar is the only player on that team where you can say it's one game. Right, because Ladar hasn't yeah. lost whatever in his last thirteen starts or whatever. He's ten zero and three. Loses tonight. He hasn't played in a long time too. Right, they had the All Star break. You go right back to him. I, I don't think you have a choice. Markstrom's. They went right back to Markstrom so many times. You're you're to the point now where Markstrom's not getting any wins either. Ladar's got to get on some kind of roll. They got to give him an opportunity to do so. Putting Markstrom in net isn't getting you any further ahead. See what Ladar can do. Give him the, give him. Tell, go go ahead and say, hey, you sucked. 
tonight. You weren't good. You're playing Saturday. Let's go against one of the better teams in the National Hockey League. Mm-hmm. It's yours. The net is yours for the next five games. Don't even think. You're in. You want to talk about some needle in the haystack miracle that could that could help this team. It's if a goalie gets absolutely out of his mind. And maybe it's maybe it's Dan Vladar, maybe it's not Dan Vladar, but maybe it's Dan Vladar. Could he do for this team what Kiprasov or so often remember Dwayne Rollison went to Edmonton and trade got traded in all the way to the cup final. It happens sometimes, and I don't think it happens here, but I do like Vladar, and I think right now he is playing the better of the two, despite what you saw tonight. But it's uh it was a little bit sobering to to see the team perform as poorly as they did and to end up losing by three with him in the net. Yeah, so. no, and like you said too, there were a couple tappings there. What what are you gonna do? And that that fifth goal was just kind of the icing on the cake. You couldn't fault Vladar for any of those four goals. That fifth one was like, okay, well now you can jump on the boat too on the sinking ship because you're a part of the problem right now. But that's part of being a goaltender. You're letting goals, you make saves. That's when you make your saves. He wasn't on tonight. There were some, you know, just no chance goals. Get him back in there Saturday night and see if he can steal you one. Because I, I still this season, I can't think of a game where a Flames goaltender has stolen a game at all, all this season. Chance, zero life. They've won a game 2 1 or 1 nothing or 3 2, right? Like they just, they made some timely saves, but not enough of them. The most disappointing part is that uh, you uh, you suffer a loss, a regulation loss on your afterburner debut. And once again, Dean, you see these right here. They're broad. You know, I, I've I've made a lot of poor choices in my life. I've uh, I've 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 taken a lot of blame when I shouldn't have. I'm just a guy that steps in front of the line and says, "Thank you, sir. I have another." I knew it was coming tonight. I did say this morning that uh, the Flames would win because I'd be here because I bring that positive energy mm. of all the negative talk. And uh, once again, my word, not good. <laughs> it's shit. Yeah, that's shit. right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Good to uh, good to have you on, buddy. We'll do it again <laughs> soon. Appreciate you for jumping in tonight. The Flames fall by a score of five to two. We will be back. Our next uh, afterburner will be on Monday, which is the holiday, but it is a two, 2 p.m. Game. start. That's right, two p.m. Philadelphia Flyers. I always I don't know why I always, always love when the Flyers come to town. Me it always too. feels like you know it's same with the Rangers when those yeah. kind of when those kind of Eastern Conference teams come in. So that's hopefully going to be a fun one. Torts back. Torts. <laughs> Gonna be good. Him in his sweater, sweaters underneath his suit jacket on the bench. Oh, it's chilly. Yeah, it gets. Yeah, always looks like he needs a lozenge. He's very, very <laughs> chilly on the bench. Fisherman's friend. So there you go. So Warner and Pinder will have you the afterburner following the Flames and Flyers coming up on Monday. That'll do it for uh, for us for Croner. It's Boomer. It's afterburner. We'll see ya. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack 
for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 